Oh, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Jason Buff Podcast. I'm ready to do this. I'm excited for this episode. I'm pumped up. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Where have I been lately? What have I been up to? Nothing. I'm still on vacation. I'm trying to enjoy these last couple of vacation days while I still got them. I go back to work on Monday, and I'm not too thrilled about it. It's like, meh. So, uh... Been on vacation for two weeks. Haven't done much. I tried to stay active, but it's been cold as fuck lately outside. That's why I haven't done much. Usually, like, if hey, if I'm off work for a few days, you know, I'm going to fucking party my ass off. I'm going to go out and get wild. But it's fucking January in Chicago. You know, I go outside, I'm freezing my balls off. That's why I haven't done much lately. It was like uh, last week was a fucking blizzard. Then after that, it was like, Five below outside, like 10 below. It was too cold to do anything recently. Uh, I tried to stay active. I did a few things. Uh, I went to Dollar Tree and bought some stuff. Uh, I drank a mocha latte protein shake. But I didn't realize it was expired until I got home and drank it. Uh... So far, I didn't get sick. No food poisoning. Uh, earlier this week, I went to my homie J-Dog's house to resume working on this album. Went to his house like three days straight. We made overall about 10 or 11 songs. We recorded like four songs this week. So we're pretty much done with the record. So that went on. Uh, I drove J-Dog to a dispensary. Uh, he was complaining about he wasn't getting enough sleep. He wanted to get some edibles that helps him relax. So I drove him to a dispensary. It was somewhere on the northwest side. Uh, my first time going to a dispensary, I didn't really like it. Um, you know, going to a dispensary, they're real strict in there. They got that place heavily guarded. Like, we went in there. It felt like going into an airport. Like, we had to get buzzed in. There was an armed guard at the door. And then when we went up to the desk, we got to show our IDs so to let them know we're over the uh, legal age. Then we had to go through another door. And then we, uh, the, the cashiers, they're behind, like, a bulletproof counter. And then, like, if you buy something from them, you got to show your ID again, which is stupid. Like, hey, we just showed our IDs to get in this fucking place. We got to show it again. So, uh, a dispensary is a weird place. Like, uh, I was looking around. They got a lot of stuff in there, but it's all behind the shelves. Like, it's behind the counter. You can't just grab it. The cashier has to grab it for you. That's how strict they are. I can understand that, you know, if they didn't have security... You know, a bunch of ghetto people will come in and rob the place. So I understand that. And uh, their stuff is expensive. No surprise there. Everything there is pricey. So uh, J-Dog, he bought like $100 worth of edibles. I was like, hey, you could have got the same shit at a local smoke shop. And it would have been stronger. Like, I heard reviews about these dispensaries. Like, you don't really get a bang for your buck. It's like the stuff is overpriced. And it's not that potent. It's not that lethal, not that strong. So uh, there was a lot of people in there, a lot of chicks. 
It seems like a cool place to mingle with women, to talk to girls, but uh, I didn't get a chance to do that because uh, when I parked outside, I didn't pay for parking. So I, I ran outside because I wanted to make sure I didn't get a ticket. So I just sat in my car the whole time while J-Dog bought stuff. The only reason I drove him there because he said he promised he would pay for lunch. That's what he likes to do. Buy lunch for people. He's a generous person. I'm not. So after that, we drove to the hip, our usually hangout spot. That's where we usually go. The hip is like this real cool mall in uh, Norridge. It's a suburb of Chicago, completely surrounded by Chicago on all sides. So we were in there. We went to Popeye's. He had a nervous breakdown in the food court section. He embarrassed both of us. Uh, he was like, pick what you want, man. I was like, okay. So I went up to the counter, told the lady. I was like, hey, I want some ghost pepper wings. And then I want a blackened chicken sandwich. He was like, wait, 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 what? I agreed to pay for lunch, not dinner. You're getting the ghost pepper wings and that's it. You're not getting no sandwich. He was starting to talk loud. Shit was embarrassing. He was like, I agreed to pay for your lunch, not your dinner. So, he, he, dude, he made us sound like a gay couple. Like, this shit was so embarrassing, bro. I'm like, bro, lower your voice. Almost smacked the shit out of him. I was like, bro, if you didn't want to buy me a sandwich, all you got to say is, I'm not going to buy you a sandwich. And that's it. I'm like, okay, I understand. So I didn't get the sandwich. I ended up buying some garlic ghost pepper wings. It was like, they're already ghost pepper wings, but with garlic on top of that. So I had ghost pepper wings that he bought. Then I bought some ghost pepper garlic wings. And then I like I ate all of it. Um, yeah, J-Dog, he, he's so used to people buying lunch and stuff. Like, I'm like, what is with you in this buying people lunch shit? Like, I don't want to do that. Because, like, the day before that, he was mad. I came straight to his house. And I'm like, I'm not going out to any restaurants. I'm going to just bring lunch from home. It's like I got a couple of frozen cheeseburgers in my refrigerator and some fries. I'm going to just eat that at your house. And he was mad about that while we were making music. Like, <laughs> he's making the music in the living room. And I'm sitting in the kitchen eating a burger, like, right in front of him. <laughs> and he's mad because I didn't offer him nothing. I'm like, bro, you got to cut it out with this buying each other lunch shit he's so used to doing that like when he worked at home depot he worked there for like a decade and like him and his co-workers they would take turns paying for each other's lunch like you know in the break room they'll do that they go to lunch it'll be about five or six of them like one day this guy will pay for lunch and the next day someone else will do that and then the day after that someone else so he's so used to that but hey, I'm I'm not doing that. I'm not buying lunch for nobody. I did it a couple of times because he asked, but that's it. I'm not doing it that often. So, okay. So we left Popeye's. We also went to Five Below while we were in the mall. Went to Five Below. I bought some baseball cards and some energy drinks and some Pokemon cards. I bought some Hello Kitty noodles. The funny thing happened with those noodles. Like the next day, I put those noodles in the microwave. I burnt them up. Because the shit threw me off. Because it was in a cup. It was a cup of noodles. Kind of like, it looked like a regular cup of noodles. Like Maruchan and Nissan. But the thing is, they put spices in there. It's like they had the packets where you had to like, oh, you got to put the seasoning on it. And then the sauce. And um, so I put that stuff on there. It threw me off. While I was doing that, I was eating some shrimp chips. 
I got distracted because the chips were so good. That was another thing I bought from Five Below, those Asian shrimp chips. They're supposed to be from like Thailand or something. So I was eating those chips as I, as I was making the noodles. I got distracted, so I put the noodles in the microwave. I forgot to put water in the cup. You're supposed to put water in. <laughs> I forgot to do that. <laughs> I burnt those noodles up by mistake. The microwave is still stinking to this day, like right now. So yeah, that happened. Me and J-Dog, we made about 10 or 11 songs. This album's finished. All we gotta do now is let him produce it. I don't know how that long that's gonna take. Since it's just him by himself producing, it's probably gonna take a while. Like if it was a team of producers, they could finish it like right away. But J-Dog, he's like a one-man team. I don't know how to produce, so I would help him out if I knew how to do that, but I don't. And it was funny while I was at his house, while he was making the beats, he was complaining the whole time. He was like, bro, our music sounds too much like your podcast. Like every song, you're just talking and telling a story. I'm like, bro, have you ever listened to techno music? That's what a techno song is. It's just a dude talking over a beat. So he was complaining about that. He was like, this sounds too much like your podcast. It's a joke. It's comedy. I'm like, bro, have you heard your own music? Your music sounds like a joke. He considers himself to be a serious musician. Like he wants, he's like a rock musician. He wants to be like Metallica and shit. But he sounds like a third string, third level Metallica player. He sounds like Metallica's understudy. He sounds like a Alice in Chains cover band. Not a good one. It's like more like a band you find in someone's backyard at a local bar. Like, dude, his music sucks, to be honest. So yeah, he, he's mad, kind of irritated because we, like I said, we were supposed to do a rock album, but we couldn't agree. So we ended up doing techno and it, that's not really our genre, but we did it anyway. So that's funny. We, we came up with some good song ideas. Like I got to talk, <laughs> there's another song. It was inspired by a true story. We got a song called Southside Salsa, AKA Latin Frostbite. Because earlier in the day, I forgot to mention, yeah. There's a McDonald's like around the corner from J-Dog's house. We went in there and I had a score to settle with the McDonald's employees. Because I remember like back in November, I went to that McDonald's. I ordered a quarter pounder with cheese and uh, they didn't put cheese on the quarter pounder with cheese. Like I didn't notice it till I got home. There was no cheese on that quarter pounder with cheese and I ate the sandwich. It tastes completely different without the cheese on it. So I went in there to complain about that. I was like, hey. You guys didn't put cheese on my quarter pounder with cheese last time I was in here. They was like, do you have a receipt? I was like, no. It was like when it happened. It was like like over a month ago. It was back in November. I was like, hey, I got the bank statement. I can show you right now on my Chase uh, app that I made a purchase here at McDonald's. So they, they, didn't, they didn't compensate me. They didn't give me a refund. I asked for one. Like the employee went to the uh, manager I was like, what'd she say? The manager said no. Then I was like, oh, well, okay. Well, give me a cookie then. Can I get a cookie? Then she went back to the manager and they came back and said no. So, yeah, I'm pissed off about that. So, Southside Salsa was inspired by that story. So, in the song, I'm just talking shit. I was like, don't shortchange me on the cheese. Oh, man, I can't wait for y'all to hear this song. (laughs) 
it's like the uh we put about just about every latin stereotype you could think of in this song it's fucking hilarious the song starts out it's like uh i get on the microphone i'm like i caramba i start saying all this shit you got my money man all kinds of just random shit everybody limbo (laughs) you gotta hear this shit and so I, out of nowhere on the song, I just scream out, Salsa! Then J-Dog, he liked it. He played it back when I said Salsa. It kind of sounded like I said Southside. So uh, after I got done eating McDonald's, I went back in the living room. And then I got on the microphone and then I said, Southside, Salsa! Salsa on the Southside. We put that into the song. All right, what else we got? We got another song. It's called... Uh, Overdose Ghost. This is another story inspired by a true story. We was, uh, like a month ago, we were at KFC. Yeah, well, we, we came up with some story idea about uh, ghosts, you know, people that overdose from drugs and they come back as ghosts to tell a story to these kids at school, like DARE, like the drug program, like the anti-drug program. Uh, and me and the J-Dog, we got into an argument on that song. Because it's a hip-hop beat. He wanted me to rap on it. But I'm like, I'm not a rapper. I'm not rapping on it. He was like, you got to rap on it. I'm like, no, I don't. He's like, you have to. It's a hip-hop beat. I'm like, I don't care. Like, who says I have to? This is our music. We can do whatever we want with it. I don't have to rap if I don't want to. We could just have a hip-hop beat with me talking over it. So we got into an argument about that. Then it was another argument, like while he was making the beats, I was playing Nintendo. I was playing Contra 3 at the time. He was like, oh, you you do is play games while I'm making these beats. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up and make the fucking beats. Don't disrupt my creative process. This is how I do things. So after I beat Contra 3, I got back into the music. Came back to assisting him. So yeah, that went on this week. What else? What else? What else? Uh, I watched Scarface yesterday. I haven't seen that movie in a couple of years. I usually watch Scarface to inspire me, to, to motivate me to work hard and get money. I like Scarface sometimes. I don't like everything from that movie. I'm kind of embarrassed to talk about it right now. I'm kind of embarrassed to say, hey, I like Scarface. There's so many rappers like that movie. Like, I don't want to be associated with anything rappers like. But, uh, yeah, overall, Scarface is a good movie. It got silly at the end. Some parts didn't seem realistic. Like when, you know, Tony Montana, he finally makes it to the top. But then he starts getting sloppy. He starts spending all his time doing drugs and making irrational decisions. Like he uh, killed his best friend. Because he was dating her sister, his sister. And then he went up to New York to assassinate a dude. Because a dude was uh, exposing his boss's uh, game plans and schemes. So he had to assist in uh, assassinating a dude. Like in real life, like, okay, you're a boss. You shouldn't be assassinating someone. You should be getting your goons to do that. Like some lower end guys. You shouldn't be on the front lines yourself doing that. So, yeah, I thought that part was silly. And then the shootout at the end, 
when they came to get them, I, I, I don't know what country they came from. I think it was from Peru or Bolivia, some shit. Uh, what, what fucking country was that? I'm going to have to look that up. Let me go back to fucking Wikipedia. Damn, I forgot that quick. Where's the... Ugh. All right, where, where was it? All right, man, I don't, I don't feel like uh, looking all this shit up. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just get back to what I was talking about. Yeah, 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 I think it was Bolivia. Yeah, yeah, Bolivia, yeah, who's Bolivia? Okay, anyway, all right, enough about that. So, yeah, so Gar Scarface... That I also watched 300. That movie also motivates me. Every time I see 300, it makes me want to kick somebody in the chest. This is Sparta, motherfucker. It also motivates It motivates me to slim down, to keep my abs, because all the dudes in the movies got abs. So I, I like looking like them. So I haven't been eating much lately. I mean, I eat, but I don't eat snacks. I just eat. The bare minimum, breakfast, lunch, dinner, that's it. Maybe a protein shake, but I ain't eat, I'm not eating no snacks, bro. I'm not eating no snacks. I ate those shrimp chips, but that was about it. Okay, so yeah, I saw that. Then I saw this other movie. It was called Teen Witch. No relation to Teen... No relation to Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It was just some random movie called Teen Witch. Supposedly, it's supposed to be a spinoff. Of Teen Wolf. It's supposed to be the female version of Teen Wolf, but it sucked. Probably what ruined the movie was all this 80s rapping in the movie. It was like all these white dudes rapping. It was just awful. It had the girl from The Karate Kid Part 3 in there. She was starring in it. The Karate Kid Part 3, by the way, is an awesome movie. It had the coolest villain like ever. Terry Silver, like that badass billionaire dude with the ponytail. Like, yeah, when I put my hair in a ponytail, it's like I try to look like him. He was so cool. Okay, also this week, uh, went on this website called Survey Journey. Wait, wait. Survey Junkie. Yes, Survey Junkie. I went on this website. You do a bunch of surveys and you get points. And then they add up to dollars. You got to have 500 points to make $5. I did well the first couple of days, but the surveys are long as fuck. And then sometimes you don't qualify for the survey. Like, they'll just, like, end it, like, midway through the survey. Like, and then they won't even compensate you. That pisses me off. Like, if I didn't qualify for this survey, just let me know immediately in the first two seconds. Don't fucking tell me, like, halfway through the survey, oh, you didn't qualify. And then you just cut it off. Sometimes if they cut off the survey, they'll compensate you. They'll give you at least three points. But some of them don't give you shit. So I made $5.87 on Survey Chunky. I would have did some more surveys, but he pissed me off yesterday. Like like I said, did a long-ass survey. Didn't get nothing. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that happened uh, earlier this week. I had to shovel snow. Had to shovel snow last night. That fucking sucked. And you know, when you shovel, you got to put the salt down. Ugh. That's a workout right there, shoveling snow. 
You'll get a full cardio and upper body workout from shoveling snow. I tell you that. I did it quick because I was amped up on energy drinks. So, yeah. Also, I beat a bunch of other games. I beat UFC 4, finally, in the career mode. After I beat uh, the career mode, like, if you do this thing, if you do the mode called greatest of all time, the GOAT mode, like if you beat that, they'll reward you with some uh, secret characters. So I unlocked Bruce Lee, Tyson Fury, and some other boxer, uh, Anthony, Anthony Joshua. I'm not really familiar with that dude. Of course, I know Bruce Lee. I know, I know a little bit about Tyson Fury, but the other dude, eh. So I don't really keep up with boxing. I mean, I like UFC. I like MMA because there'll be like a lot of high-ranking fighters fighting each other. It's not like that in boxing. The thing that pisses me off with boxing is like all the famous rich boxers, they're only going to fight dudes they know they can beat. They're only going to fight dudes that they know they're going to beat up. They're not going to fight no other big-name boxers. The only time they'll fight another big-time boxer will be like if it's like an old aging guy that's almost retiring. That's the only time they're going to fight a big name boxer. So I don't really keep up with boxing. So I finally beat UFC 4. I beat the career mode. I had to do it on easy mode, of course. Because I wanted to just go right through it, you know, just like breeze right through it. Because last time I did career mode, I did it on normal mode, but it pissed me off. Because I was doing that, uh, that greatest of all time shit. Where it's like you have to defend the belt like 12 times to be the GOAT. So I made it all the way to like the 10th title defense. And then they just shut it off. They just cut it off. They were like, you're retired. I'm like, what? How are you going to retire me? I didn't agree to retiring. Uh, what happened was, was like the character I created, uh, he kept getting injured a lot. So that's why his career ended prematurely. He kept getting knocked out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess in, yeah, in real life, a dude keep getting his ass kicked. He's going to get injured a lot. And that's going to like end his career. So I, I guess that is realistic in a way. But I'm like, dude, it's a fucking video game. It's got, it's not, it doesn't have to be that realistic. You know, it's like, dude gets knocked out. He can get back up and go again. You didn't have to retire him. So that pissed me off. Like the career mode, eat it. The career mode ended prematurely. The dude got knocked out a lot, so I didn't get to defend the belt 12 or 14 times like I was supposed to. So that pissed me off the first time around. I'm like, I put all this effort and time in this fucking game, and then they fucking end it for me, and they're saying, You're retired. Yeah. All right, enough about ranting about UFC 4. Okay, so yeah, I'm finished with the album. It'll get released soon, hopefully. In the next few months. So yeah, J-Dog, he was mad because I talked on the whole album. But then I told him for the next album, I'm going to get more melodic. On the next record, I'm going to do some singing. The singing is going to be aided by auto-tune. That's right. On the next record, I'm going full auto-tune. I want to sound like T-Pain. I want to sound like Cher. Like the way Cher sounded on Believe. With that computer voice. <coughs> yeah, excuse me. 
I got an irritable throat. <coughs> yeah, so I'm going full auto-tune next record. Oh, yeah, another thing I wanted to mention. I think on the previous episode or the episode before that, I was talking about bare knuckle boxing, that stupid hillbilly shit. Where it's like, you know, they got all these has-been UFC fighters just fighting with no gloves on. Just fucking each other up. Like, you see all these dudes with blood all over their faces and scars and bruises. I thought this is like some dumb shit. I found a sport that's even dumber than that. There's this uh, new sport that's been out for a couple of years. It's called the Slap Fighting Championship. That's even more stupid. It's not really even a fight. It's just dudes taking turns slapping each other. It's like they both stand in front of a table. You know, they're like on opposing sides of the table. It looks like they're getting ready to arm wrestle, but instead they just slap each other. They'll just stand there, take turns slapping each other. It's like, I don't know how many rounds they do, like three or five rounds. It's like one guy, he'll slap the dude. Then the opponent, he'll slap him back. So that's the first round. Then the other guy, he'll slap him again. So it's round two. So they just go back slapping each other until someone gets knocked out. It's fucking dumb. Like, who would sign up for some shit like that? Like, you're just, you're just going to stand there and let a dude slap you. You're going to stand there and risk getting knocked out, risk getting brain damage, risk getting a concussion for a little bit of money. Like, oh, this is so stupid. And then they got these dumbass rules, like um, when you get slapped, you have to stay still. You got to stand still, like there's no flinching allowed. Like I was looking at one of the one of the episodes on YouTube, like this dude got disqualified because he kept flinching. It was hilarious. The dude flinched like three times, and so it's like, okay, if you flinch and get slapped, then they, the guy has to redo it. They had to start it over, and then you got to get slapped again. It was like, oh, you, like you say, it's the first round, the dude slaps you, but you flinched. He's got to slap you again because you flinched. You're supposed to stand still. So this shit was so stupid. The dude flinched three times, so he, he got slapped a couple of more times, and then he got disqualified. That's so fucking stupid. Oh, man. That's like the most retarded sport I've ever seen in my life. Like, that's, like, that's a bigger sideshow attraction than bare knuckle boxing, for real. Yep. Okay, I think I pretty much covered everything for this episode. Uh, yeah, that's about all I got for now. All right, folks, I'll be back in a week. Hopefully, or a week or two. I'll be back, I know that. See you next time on the Jason Buff Podcast.